Good morning, everybody. Today, Bezat Hashem, we'll be learning Daf Nun Vav and Maseches Yevamos. You have a good weekend, Andrew and Barry. We talked about Habal Yevimto. The Mishnah had said that any form of uh, Bia is going to qualify for this Baal Yevimto, right? When a person is uh, Boel, his Yevama. Now, got really granular over the weekend when start talking about during that act, there's sort of a process, right? There's initial contact all the way to the end. It says in some psukim, shechva zera. And so in some contexts, it's required that the full act be completed. But we were discussing different shitas over the weekend of how much of this act needs to be completed. Once you're going to say that you don't need to have any das, right? You can fall off a roof. You say, you see that case, Andrew? You can fall off a roof and into somebody. So how much does that, uh, right, once you say that you don't need das, how much of the actual physical, pa'ula we'll call it, physical act needs to actually happen in order to effectuate this yibum? And the halachic, in other words, when do the halachic nafkaminas kick in? So all of the, all of the nafkaminas that we talk about, right, when a person is, has nisuin, right, all the idea of the husband could do a taris nadarim, has to be metamid to her, Right and and Liorsha and what we're going to talk about today most famously the litmus test Barry Truma, right a, a woman, let's say she's a Basi Yisrael and she marries a coin. One of the perks, if you will, is that she gets to eat Truma. We'll call it that, okay? But not necessarily when she's in Arusa yet. Maybe only when she's in Asua. Well, in order to effectuate Nisuin, there needs to be an act of bia. So that's going to be one aspect of our litmus test. We're going to compare Yibum to this Truma acquisition. Because after all, when we say, when we have Nisuin, there's some similarities and some differences. With Kiddushin, you need to have Das. That's different than Yibum, right? Kiddushin requires a Kenyan. So if you're going to have a Kenyan, you're going to need to have Das. Um, so if, let's say, you have somebody who's not a Pikeach, somebody who does not have Das, so then the Kiddushin doesn't work. That's Midor Raisa. Question is, let's say somebody did um, Kiddushin and they were a Bar Das, and then Chas V'Shalom, they lost, they lost their Das. So then would that Nesuin work? Would that act work just like it does in Yibum? Because the Gemara uh, that we're about to start reading is based off of this logic of what we've been talking about in our Mishnah, which is to say, that Yibum seems to require less das, certainly than Kiddushin. And the question is, if that's the case, then are we going to have this ironic halacha where a Yavam, are we going to say that for all purposes of Yibum, all you need is the act with no das. And so if once you have the act, maybe that counts as a full Maishin Nisuin, whereas in regular Kiddushin, and then Nisuin, you would need to have Das in order to make the acquisition. Perhaps in Yibum, once we've already come to the point where we say you don't need Das, so then, even without Das, once you have the act of Bia, wherever you're going to define it, right, um, then already you can eat the Truma. That's basically the outline of the, our discussion today. So says the so says the Gemara, the second line from the top, two dots. Echad me'ar ve'echad agomer kana, right? So that was the part of the Mishnah was talking about uh, Ha'ara is the beginning of the Bia, the Gomer is the end, 
But be that as it may, that the Mishnah is trying to state that at some point uh, earlier on, the Kenyan happens. So says the Gemara, my Kana, to what extent is this Kenyan happening? So Rav Amar, Kana Lakal, right? He acquires it for all matters, all the aforementioned things, the Tanis Nadarim, the Tuma, the Truma, everything, okay? Like Nisuin, like a full Nisuin. If Shmuel Amar, as Machalkis Rabbi Shmuel, Shmuel says, Lokana Eladvarim Amorim Parsha, Lirish Benichse Achiv, right? So, so this is the thing. Shmuel's going to say, just like Yibum is different in the sense that it doesn't require as much Das to occur, so maybe it's also unique in the sense that you don't acquire as much at the time, right, of that Hatcholas Bia. Now, Maikana is talking about the earliest part. Obviously, once this full, right, uh, Nisuin, and she's regarded as wife, he's going to be Kona everything. So the question over here is going to be at that initial stage where only Yibum actually is effectuated, uh, I'll, I'll say that there is, and this is going to be true throughout the stuff, a lot of different ways <laughs> to read this. We're going to try to oversimplify. It, when, it, when it's saying that early stage of Yibum, is it saying, but on us, all those cases mentioned in our, in our Gemara, all those cases of where he fell off a roof, and that's where he's Kona, and then later when he lives to, uh, with her, he's going to be Kona everything else? Or does it mean at the early stage of the Bia, and then that's where he's Kona, right, the Liorshim, and then later on in the, the same Bia? Okay, but Bia doesn't make, at the earliest stage, right, just to get this straight, at the earliest stage, Shmuel holds that he's only kind of the things that are Amor Parsha, which is Lir Shmenechse Achiv, Ulepotur Yibum. Right? In other words, those are the things in the Pasuk. The Pasuk says, what does Yibum do? The Yibum makes you inherit your brother's estate and patters the woman from Yibum. That's the only thing that you're accomplishing in that early stage. This inferior, or as Arsul calls it inferior, we'll call it inferior or early stage of Yibum, that's your Kona. And then only later, once you become a full Nesua is when you're Kona, all the other elements of Nesuin. Okay. So again, Rav would argue with that. He would say that even at that early stage, you're Kona everything. What's the rationale, says Gemara? So first of all, let's, let's qualify what the Machlokah says. Mina Nesuin l'divir kolachla. This is what, what we were just saying. That when she fell to Yibum after there was already Nesuin, then everyone's going to say Achla. So now we're going to zero in on Truma, right? So what does this mean? It means as follows. You know, let me ask you a question. When a person, Chas uh, of obviously, you take the entire Masechus Yavamas and you say beforehand, Chas Shalom Law Lenu a million times, a person is a Mekadesh, a woman, and then dies. Barry, do you need to do Yibum for that? He never even uh, did Nisuin. So it sounds like, sounds like here, like you do, in other words, that everyone's going to say that if already there was, there was Nisuin uh, from the first brother that died, right, the one that he's doing Gibum for, when the first brother died, if he already did Nisuin, so let's say the case is you have a coin that did Kiddushin and then Nisuin on a woman, and then Nebuch died childless. So now, does the Yavam, can the Yavam right away eat Right, the truma. So the Gemara is going to say, Rabbi Shmuel are both going to agree that in that case, yes, because after all, he's taking over for his brother, and his brother was already eating. Right, was already eating the truma. Okay, the havas ka'achla meikara, because she has already been eating truma originally. Right, before her husband died. 
right? She already was at the stage of eating truma, so she doesn't fall out of that. Okay, the question is, if she fa- falls to Yibam from Erison, right? So there, you still do Yibam. So a woman is Mekadesh, this coin, right? And she is before, and you see what happens, right? And again, in the state of Kiddushin, you don't yet eat the Truma, right? That's the ironic din, that in Kiddushin, you're not yet eating Truma, and yet... Right, once, once she falls out of Kiddushin, Rav is going to hold, ironically, Rav Amar says the Gemara, Ochelas. Why? Because why? Because our mission is showing a lower threshold for Yavamim. Right? This, so that becomes in this ironic din. That whereas for Kiddushin, she would not have yet been able to eat Truma if she marries a coin. But if she marries a coin and the coin dies... So then because the Yavam at that early stage is already considered as if they're in the Sua, so then she's allowed to already eat Truma, right, already at that early stage of Yibum. That's the Sheet of Rav. All right, the Havi Rachmana, as the Gemara explains, the Rabbi Rachmana be a Shogit Kamezid, right? So that's what that means. It means that because the Torah said, as our Mishnah explains, that a Bias Shogit and a Bias Mezid with regards to Yibum, has the same status. So because that's what it says, so what that means is that even with, the, whereas with for regular condition, you need das for, um, right, for bia of yibum, you do not need das. So that creates this, right, fascinating outlandish case. The kiddushin was done um, and therefore, and she was not yet able to eat truma, but because of the fact that the guy died after Kiddushin and the Yavam came in, that Yibam is considered like Nisuin, and now she can eat Truma. That would be Chitas Rav. However, Shmuel Amar, Ki Rebi Rachmana Mim Kobal, La Mibal, Lo. Shmuel says, well, the, the flip side is that what is the brother, the Yavam, doing? The Yavam is replacing his brother. And the woman, well, so long as she was only mikudash to his brother, but did not yet have nisuin, she's not allowed to eat truma. And since the brother is just taking his place, so einachinami, you'll say once the yibum at some, even at some early part of the yibum takes place, he already has taken the place of the brother fully, as if like as if for nisuin. Yeah, but that's only to the extent he can only go as far as his older brother did until he does full nisuin on his own. But before that, in that first contact stage, he only acquires that which his brother had. And therefore, at that point, it's not going to have, as Shemuel said, it's not going to effectuate this truma yet. Not until they have full nisuin. Okay. So now the Gemara points out that Shemuel is consistent with something which he said elsewhere. Also Shemuel Tamei, the Amar of Nachman, Amar Shemuel, Kol Shabal Machil Yovam Machil. Anything that the Baal right, is entitled his wife to eat, namely, obviously, the litmus test we're talking about here is truma. So that is when the yavam is entitled, right, entitles his wife to eat. Right, wherever the husband is not entitled um, his wife to eat truma, right, in other words, where only erison slash kiddushin was performed, so in that situation, the yavam is not yet going to uh, entitle his, the wife, the yavama to eat truma either, Again, obviously, until the Yavam completes the Nisuin. 
but, but in that first contact stage, he's not going to effectuate more than what his older deceased, or, you know, his deceased brother effectuated, which is to say that she can't eat truma until the nisuin of the yabam. Okay. So far, so good, Barry? We got this? More or less. Okay. So that's Shmuel. And so far, he's consistent with himself because Shmuel says you, that the Yovam is not going to have more rights than his brother. So now we're going to challenge it, however. Says the Gemara Mesve. Bas Yisrael Pekachas. If the Brisa that a little confuses the issue, I'll give it away ahead of time. We're going to amend this Brisa. But the Brisa sounds right against, it sounds like we're out. Bas Yisrael Pekachas. Let's say everyone has Das. Bas Yisrael is having Kedushim with the coin. Perfect. Oh, so she had Arison, however, right? Which Rashi is going to show us. She's not yet entitled to Truma, right? Uh-oh. So that's the issue, right? Before before Arison, he certainly has to be a Pikeach. So the Arison worked because he was a Pikeach. Because again, for Arison, you need a Kenyan. That's what Rashi is explaining. Okay. However, once he already, after the Arison took place, but before he got a chance to do Nisuin, Nitcharish, right? He lost his Das, Nebuch. So, Eina Ochelet. Uh oh. It says there that she can't eat the Truma, right? She can't eat the Truma, even, <laughs> good morning, even when, right, he actually subsequently consummated the marriage. Okay, then mace v'nafal if ne'yavam cheresh ocheles. However, right, if he died, right, and then fell to yivam before he got a chance to do yivam, she does get to eat truma. Uvezo So the b'risa sounds like it's exactly explaining to you what she does, Rav is, again, sounds exactly against Shmuel. What is it saying? Again, the Kiddushin was fine. And then the Nisuin didn't take place. So if this was a regular case where the original Baal doesn't die and it's just Kiddushin followed by Nisuin, we already know that the halacha is that you need to have Nisuin in order to eat Truma. And therefore, if the Baal just dies, right, before Nisuin, she doesn't get a chance. She's, this this Baal Yisrael is not allowed to yet eat Truma, right, because the Baal died. However, amazingly, the moment the Yavam, right, who himself is a Cheresh in this case, L'Chadchila, the moment the Yavam with no Das does Yibum, however that happens, she immediately can eat Truma. That's, in fact, Shitas Rav. Shitas Rav is this ironic thing, that for Yibum you don't need any Das, and therefore for Yibum you're going to be Koner the Truma right away. Whereas for regular Kiddushin Nisun, you do need Das. So if the so if the Baal became the original Baal became a Cherish before Nisuin, she's not gonna eat Truma. But if the Yavam came in, a Cherish Yavam even, then as soon as the that Yavam begins, right away she can eat Truma. Wow. So that's Shita Srav. So how's Shmuel's gonna answer it? Because again, Shmuel's Shita was that whatever the Baal couldn't do, the Yavam couldn't do either. And therefore, how does he answer this Brisa? So the Gemara says like this. First of all, it's gonna it's gonna flesh out the the what we just said. It's gonna say Bishlam of the Rav Nicha. The Rav obviously is good with this Brisa, because that's exactly what the Brisa said. El Shmuel Kasha. Kasha to Shmuel. So the Gemara is gonna defend Shmuel's files. Amalak Shmuel, like this. Amahachi, say like this. No, that the case is that he wasn't able to 
to have an Isun before he became a Cheresh. In that case, she's not Ochelet Betruma. However, But if he did Nisuin and afterwards became a Cheresh, so then of course she does eat. And then, And then, what all? what is the amending that he's doing in the Brisa? Shmuel's saying that the case is where he did Nisuin. Well, that's, that's a totally different case. In other words, that's what we had already said, that everyone agrees that if afterwards, that if both the Kiddushin and the Nisun were done in the state of alertness and Das, so then certainly once, right, the original Baal, once the uh, woman, the, the now Yavama, was able to eat with the, in the presence of the original Baal, which is to say, once you already had a Nisuin with Das, so then certainly, even if the Yavam was a Cherish, or even if her first husband became a Cherish, once she starts eating Truma, she can continue, right? So that's what this means. It says, Right? Ochelas. So all of these cases, right, of course she's going to be Ochelas. So then the Gemara asks, Umay Bezu. So then what is this Bezu? Bezu is the portion of the Brites that said, this is the way that a Yavam is more than a Baal. Well, the, right? Because in the original version of the Brites, it made sense. Because in the original version of the Brites, the woman was, was not able to eat Truma yet. Because she had not yet had any suin. And then when she does Yibum, she can eat Truma. Here, once uh, we've changed, once Shmuel changes the Brites to say it's the case after Nisuin, so now both the first Baal and the second Baal can eat Truma. So what does this Bizu, which means, what, is it, what does Yav, Yav, Yibum have over Nisuin? It says, It just simply means that, whereas in the case of, whereas before Nisuin, she wouldn't have eaten, right? So the Yavam, in the case of the Yavam, even if he was mute from the start, right, she would be able to eat it. But again, it would be after uh, Nisuin. In other words, right, that the case is that there was Nisuin. But, but the, the, the bazoo is that the Yavam doesn't need Nisuin. Meaning, once the original Baal already had Nisuin, the new Yavam doesn't, once the original Baal already had Nisuin with Das, then it is in that case that the new Baal, meaning the Yavam, does not need Nisuin, right? Because he could just have the first stage of Yibum in order to, in order to have Truma. But really, it's only by virtue of the fact that his old, well, it's two things, by virtue of two things. It's really by virtue of the fact that his older brother already did a Nisuin, right, with full Das, and she's already eating Truma. And then on top of that, it also is the fact that Yibum is different in that Yibum, he doesn't need to have full Nisuin in order to have the Truma. And that is a difference. You, can't, you have to concede that it's a difference, Barry, because after all, he didn't do complete Nisuin yet, and yet already she could continue to eat truma. Okay, fine. So that is one way to explain the machlokas. And then says the Gemara, the Amri, Another version is where everybody agrees that there's no machlokas once that if the nisuin hadn't been done yet. Which is to say, if the first baal is right, if the first baal only had a state of Arison, and therefore she was not yet able to eat Truma, so both Rav and Shmuel are, are going to agree that if that, if that Baal dies before Nisuin, that 
the woman cannot yet eat truma, the halo achla because she never got to eat truma. Right? Kipligi mina nisun. Perhaps the machlokas is after nisun, where Rava marachelas, the avas achla meikara. Right? Once there's nisun, Rava's going to say she can eat because she already started eating. So meaning she can already eat before she has nisun with the yavam. Shmuel amar eno achelas. Ki rebi rachmana bias shogig kemezin. Shmuel's going to say that she, she can't eat yet because Rabbe Rachmana, when the Torah included, right, Bias Shogun Kemezid, which is what was the topic up, to, up until now, when it says that for a Yavam, right, you can have unintentional relations, they said so only for, with respect to what? The Dvar Mamurim Parsha, the aforementioned things where he's Yerush, his brother's estate, and he potters are from Yibum, but not, you know, for all these other aspects of Truma, and all of the other, um, right, and all of the other elements of actual full nisuin. Okay, so again, according to the second version, the machlokas is even right uh, after nisuin. That after nisuin, Rav says he's kona everything right away at the beginning, and Shmuel said no, he's going to have to have nisuin again in order to be kona those things that he's kona at the beginning of bia, right at the beginning of yibum. Those things are only going to be the Yibum things. Okay. So it says, but now we're going to go back and circle back to the question. We already said the statement of Shmuel before. Right. So here again, Shmuel is saying that Yibum is different than what the Baal would, uh, the Baal would case would be. But it says, So wait a second. So now it works against us in the other direction. Because it, this is a case, according to this version, the Machalkas is after Nisuin. So wait a minute. After Nisuin, the, this Basisra was already eating Truma. So why is it in the early stage of Yibum that according to Shmuel, she cannot eat Truma yet? So after all, Shmuel himself had said that whatever the Baal could be Michael, then the Yavam can be Michael, and it presumably says right away. So it says, no, Ema Biyasha Baal Michael Ba, Yavam Michael Ba. Right. That not only does it mean that the, that whatever the Baal can do, the, um, Yavam can do, it doesn't mean exactly that. It means that also the, just that in order for the Yavam, right, to effectuate the same halacha, to trigger this, all the halachas of Nisuin, He's going to have to do what? He's going to have to duplicate what the Baal did. It's not just because he's taking the place of the Baal that he's entitled to all of these extra, um, all of these extra elements of Nisuin. It's not just because he's taking his place even at the very first contact. No. It's also because he's doing the same thing that the Baal did, right? Just like the Baal had a Bia, right? So too, uh, Bia Shehabal Maichaba, just like he had a full nisuin, so too the yavam is only entitled to these things when he has that full nisuin. That's what Rashi also says. And he says, with intent of nisuin, right? So kol, so it says, kol right? Which is to say, it's the, it's the full activity of the yibum nisuin in its fullest sense. Uh, that entitle, that, that entitles the Yavam to the same, to the same things as the Baal. And therefore, the full extent of, right, the Nisuin has to take place in order to get said, said entitlements, including allowing the woman to have Truma. So that's, 
That's the challenge we had over there. However, similarly, as we said before, Mesway, However, the Brysa, I might have to remind you, the Brysa says that when two regular people, a Basisral marries a Kohen and they both have Das, now she can, so she cannot yet eat Truma because it's Erisin. And prior to Nisuin, he loses his mind. She cannot yet eat truma, because as we said, you can only eat truma once Nisuin takes place. Same brisa, right? That if he dies, um, and so again, tragic, this is Yavama, so everything is going to be uh, uniquely tragic. So this, again, the same case, right? She, she, at first, everything seems hunky-dory. However, the Baal loses his mind, the original Baal, and then after he loses his mind, he never dies. And then, turns out, the Yavam himself doesn't have uh, his faculties. And yet, he's still performing Yibum. And there, we say that she's Ocheles, right? So there, again, we see that the Brysa that we already amended once, which we're going to have to amend again, we already see that the Brysa seems to indicate a clear distinction. That it's not true that you need to have the same Nisuin for the Yavam as you did for the Baal. Clearly, this is the price that we're going to keep bringing up that shows the first thing we said in, the, in our intro here, that the, that the Yibum requires a lot less. The threshold is so much lower for the Yibum than it is for the Nisuin. So how is he going to handle it, right? And in fact, the Brysa emphasized it by finishing off and saying, right? So how is Shmuel going to explain this? The Gemara says, no. As we said, So Rav is going to be able to say, Right, that just like according to the first version of the standing uh, of Shmuel, he's going to say that the the original Baal was to be Kath, as Rashi explains, and therefore that that's going to be the justifying of this halacha. El Shmuel Kasha, as we said. So the Gemara says Kasha. Yeah, that time we really, even though Kasha, by the way, is different than Tiyufta. That's what all the Mefarshim explain. And if you listen to you know Rabari Libuitz, Shlita the Great Dafyomi Master, all the Dafyomi Masters, they're always going to point out that Kasha means it's it's resolvable. Because after all, we've already seen that we're willing to play with this price and say that it means something else. So it's not a it's not a teku, right? We don't have to wait for Mashiach to figure it out. We're not going to speculate what it means now. But that price is fascinating. But we have so many shitas here and so many different ways of looking at it. So just for our purposes, know that Yibum seems like it has a different threshold and some, or maybe it doesn't, <laughs> you know, depending how you're going to read the Brisa. But it's the concept, Andrew, right? The concept we understand is that Yibum doesn't require Das. So, right, in quintessential Jewish fashion. So the Yibum doesn't require Das. So does that mean that you can acquire Truma right away, even at the early stage? Before the full Nisuin? Maybe. Machlokas. <laughs> Ask the rabbi. But at least you understand the concept, why you would. You would, because it doesn't require Das, as we've said. And now you can also understand why you wouldn't. Maybe not. Maybe you need to have the same degree of Nisuin as the original Baal. Okay? That's the concept that we've introduced. Okay? Two dots, eight lines up from the wide here. Tana Rabbanon. Related idea. Okay? Everyone has their marbles at this point, and the Basisrol is is uh, already getting engaged, right? She has the heiress and slash Kedushin. Soon she's going to be able to eat Truma, but not yet. Uh-oh, tragedy strikes. Before the Nisuin, he loses his mind. So, she can't eat Truma. However, whew, no Wait, how did that happen? 
Well, what happened was he lost his mind, but they went through with the Nisuin anyway, Andrew. Okay? So the issue is, as we're going to see, there was a gazera. There was a gazera that you're not supposed to really eat, right, uh, truma ever, right, um, when there's no das. Just like the Kiddushin, Mida Orisa doesn't take any effect without Das. So they used to say in a regular case of no Das, forget about Yubim for a second, if there's no Das by the Nisuin, she's not allowed to eat Truma yet. That was the Gezerah Darabonon, okay? However, however, they did go ahead with the Nisuin. So she's in whatever form living with this guy. And sure enough, she's with child. As when the child is born, as Rashi explains, says Rashi, Oh, unbelievable. What happens? Upon the birth of this child, now she's officially like his wife, right? Because, and now she is included, grandfathered in, that's not the exact term, right? But she's, she's included with her child in the, in the meal plan now. And she can, at that point, eat truma. Wow. That, so Noah Laben Ocheles. However, tragedy strikes again. Unbelievable. Mesa Ben. So then the, this son that enabled her to eat Truma subsequently dies. Rabbi Nasan Omer Ocheles, Vachamim Omer En Ocheles. So now it's a machlokes. She already started eating because her son was born. She already started eating Truma. Then, this, then the child dies. And it was only by virtue of this child that she was able to eat the Truma. So can she continue to eat the Truma or not? Machlokes. Kamar wants to know. My time at the Rabbi Nasan. Why is Rabbi Nasan going to say that she could eat the truma even after the child dies? So Rabba, achla, right? She already started eating truma, so she could continue. So So now let's bring it back to our case. Abaya said, "Well, if you had a basi that has actual nisuin, right? As we've said, and then the coin dies. So once she's had nisuin, she certainly can eat truma. And then the coin dies." So you're going to say what? Techol shekvar achla. So then you're going to say that just like when the, son, when the child dies, you could continue to eat once you've already eaten. If you say that once you've already started eating truma, you could always continue to eat truma. So then maybe it would be true that if her baal dies uh, in a regular case, she could continue to eat truma. But we know that that's not the case. Right? We always know that once her husband dies, she has to go back home, this Bas Yisrael. So what's going on here? Says the Gemara, no. Elakeven de meisle pakale kedushasemine. Right? We say in the regular case of a Kohen, once her husband dies, then she no longer has this Kiddushan and she can no longer eat Truma. So, so here too, once the child dies, so then the mother should no longer be allowed to eat Truma. So he's, he's questioning right, this idea that once you could start eating Truma, you could always start eating Truma. Because we know that that's not the case in the case of a, of a regular Nisun to a, uh, uh, a uh, Kohen, right? to a regular Nisun to a husband Kohen. So why would a son Kohen make a, any difference? So we say, no, that can't be what, what Rev Nusson's rationale be. It can't just be a blanket. Oh, yeah, once you started, keep going. Elam Rabbi Yosef, no, this is what Rabbi Nusson means. Kasava Rabbi Nusson, Nisuei Cheresh Machilin Betruma, Velo Gazrina Nisuei Cheresh, Otto Kiddushei Cheresh. Ah, it must be that in general, right, that the Nisuei Cheresh, he must hold, you already are Machilin Betruma, which is to say, Again, Midah Raisa, it's the Kiddushan that's a problem. 
So that's, that's where, that's the rub, right? It, you only need das for kiddushin. You don't really need das for nisuin. So mida raisa, if the kiddushin was done in a state of alertness, so then it doesn't matter whether the nisuin was done in a state of alertness or not. You're going to be, right, ochel betruma. So it's not really because of the son, per se. Elamai. So why do we wait for the child? <laughs> so that's what the Gemara asks. So why are we waiting for the child? If the point is that once you have an isuin, you don't need the das anymore, so why is she not allowed to eat truma until the child is born? Says the Gemara, Mishum Rabbanan. Yeah, that's because we need the Rabbanan to teach us, right, that they, that they agree. In other words, you only had the case of the child to teach us the other tzad, not Rav Nassan, but Rabbanan, who hold that where she has a child, even when they disagree with regards to Nisuin, they happen to hold that once she has the coin, the, the, the child, she can eat truma. But for Rabbi Nassan's shita, that holds that, that the Nisuin, so again, the Rabbanan are going to hold that once the child dies, she can no longer eat it, right? But the question was, Rabbi Nassan, why did he hold that once the child dies, he could still continue to eat it? So the answer is because he held that the original Nisuin was okay. He held that the original Nisuin enabled her to eat it. Oh, okay. So, so again, she's, the, the husband is still alive, right? So according to Rabbi Nassan, the, right, the, the, the husband um, without the Das is still alive. But according to the Rabbanan, she's not allowed to eat Truma until the child is born. Okay, so that's the case of the Rabbanan, and that's why it appears, that's why it appears in the Mishnah. As opposed to, with Rabbi Nassan, the child is irrelevant. Because according to Rabbi Nassan, she was eating Truma all along, uh, so long as she was still married to the husband, that's a coin without the Das. Fine. So however, the Gemara says, Now it's talking about the structure of the Mishnah. Why is it that Rabbi Nassan, if, if what you're saying is true, so then Rabbi Nassan seems to come at a weird point in the Mishnah. Um, in terms of just the format of the Mishnah. Because you stick it in, and it doesn't seem like he's arguing on that point. It seems like he's arguing on the original point. So it says the Gemara, Rabbi Nassim was polite. He was waiting for the Rabbanan to finish their sentence. And even though he was cholek on an earlier point, he waited for them to finish their point, and then he was cholek on them. So the Gemara says, wait. Right? Rabbi Nassim, Omar Ochelas. If that's the case, if he's really waiting for them to make their full point, so then let the Bryce say, uh, read like this. The format should be, the Bryce should say, that, that, that once the child dies, ain't ocheles, Rabbi Nassan Omar ocheles. In other words, put Rabbi Nassan in the right place. If the whole machlokas is, this machlokas as you've described, so then, Rabbi, then the, just, again, we just described what the machlokas was, and it doesn't seem like that in the Lushan of the Mishnah. So Gemara says, Kasha, that's not a bad point. In other words, the Mishnah could have read a little bit cleaner. But conceptually, we understand the Machlokas. The Rabbi Nassim holds that the Nisuin is what effectuates the ability to eat truma. And the Rabbanan holds that it's the child's birth that enables her to eat the truma. And therefore, according to the Rabbanan, when the child dies, she can no longer eat the truma. According to Rabbi Nassim, when the child dies, he can still continue to eat the truma. Aye, that's not exactly how the Mishnah reads. Okay, maybe it could have been a little bit clearer. But it was clear enough for us to figure out now that we've explained it, okay? The Mishnah could have been, okay. So now, two dots on the last line. What's going on here? Amar of Amram, ha milsa Amar lan rav sheshes. This is going to say, right, 
something that's going to support our Mishnah as follows, right? Again, we're talking about, as we turn to Nunvavah Mabez, the threshold where you're going to be chayev for things. So where is it? Uh, what stage of the Bia? First contact? You're going to be chayev for Arias? So let's see. It says, Rav Sheshis enlightened our eyes from our Mishnah. He said something very enlightening about our Mishnah. Enlighten our eyes. It's an ironic, fascinating Lashon. Rav Sheshis himself was blind, and yet he enlightened our eyes in the Mishnah. See, that enlightenment comes in many forms. Eishas Yisrael Shenensa. Okay. Okay, you have an Eishas Yisrael. She is right, violated. So you have this horrible situation that whereas you have two Israelim that are married and the woman gets violated by someone else, she's allowed to stay in the marriage. In the case of a coin, she's not allowed to stay in the marriage. That's a terrible thing. It adds insult to injury, right? It's a horrible thing. So, which is to say, if her husband was in Israel, she would be Mutalabala. But if her husband was a Kohen, they would not be able to stay together. Betana Tuna and the Tana also taught similarly. So, right? So, the same thing would be if somebody was with any of the Arias or with any of the Psulas, right? For those who were Puzzle and Kahuna. So, what does that what do you mean? Chain Habal, Chas Mikola Arias. My Vachain, what's this Vachain? So we say, My love, Loshnabi Shogiv, Loshnabi Mezev, Loshnabi Onis, Loshnabi Ratzon, Vikatani Psala. In other words, what we're trying to say here is if any form of this act would disqualify her, right? Um, would make her Puzzle, right? So now the question is when you have a married woman, Right? She's one of the Arias in the Torah. So now, if you have an Aishas Ish and somebody's cohabiting, uh, cohabiting with her, it wouldn't matter, right, whether it was Onus or Ratzon or any of those things, she would be Puzzle. Okay? So what does that mean? So the Gemara says, my, so this is Lo, my Vachain Ha'ara. So maybe what it's talking about is it's trying to explain to you that any one of these Arias, Amoris Batara, all it needs to have is that state of Ha'ara. That that's the only stage, and it's actually bringing it back to, to the to the anusa. In other words, and there is a, a girsa issue that we're about to come up to here, where we're not one hundred percent sure. Some of these words are going to be taken out, but the basic outline over here is, um, and and we saw this already in the beginning of the Gemara. There was machlokas Rashi and Rishonim that I'm not really fully fleshing out because it takes months. But it, it, it's unclear here, actually, whether th- there's two things going on. There's the Ha'ara, which is the very first stage, first contact of Bia, and there's also Onus versus Ratzon. And both of them would be considered what we would call the inferior Bia. So, be that as may, the Gemara says, Ha'ara Deman. Wait, what are you talking about? The beginning, Ha'ara, right, is first contact of who? It's going to, in which case is, it, is going to possible the woman from Kahuna? Yavama? Wait a minute. So are we, what, what's the equality? Rav Sheshis enlightened something. The enlightened thing that he taught us is that the Arias is the same as the uh, Onus. That in both cases, she's going to be puzzled right away for Kahuna. So if you're going to say that you're going to, so what are you going to say? That we learned Arias from Yavama? Adaraba. Yavama, Yafinam Arias. We learned Yavama from Arias. And then this is a line that's taken out in, by many texts. The Ikaha Ara by Arias, because it's not really true. Right? That Hikar Ara was written by Arias. 
that was written in a different context, but be that as it may, the Gemara says, El it says, Apparently the mission is trying to say that, that there is a an unnatural relations in the case of Arias, that might be what the mission is referring to. But there again, we say, Adarabah. So then we don't need to learn it because Iker Mishkeve Isha by Raya's Ksiv. That's why probably we had the Gersa before. That the Mishkeve Isha, right, sounds like it's talking about all forms of Mishkav. And therefore, in the Raya's itself, we have it explicit. So we don't need the Mishnah to create an equality here of the, of the Psul. And therefore, maybe we don't need the Vachain there either. So it says, Elamai Vachain. So what does Vachain mean? Ashalokadaka the Chayve Lavin. Right? It's talking about the unnatural. Um, the unnatural chiyuve lavin, not the chiyuve arayas. As Rashi says, almanu l'koin gadol, gushav achalutz l'koin hedyot. So in those, right, illicit relations, there too, you don't need, right, as Rashi says, the lowish kavim mishkav eisha, ava mishuma ara, loitz shech lemisnei. Right, ara we already know, da rabinu le'el ha'ara, the chayve lavin, mikicha kicha da arayas. That again, the stage of ha'ara, which is the first stage, we already learned from, uh, from arayas. We have three minutes. 13 lines down on Nunvavim Bez. Amar, it says Rava, it's changed to Rabba. Eshes Kohen Shenensa, Baal Loke Alem Shem Zona. Eshes Kohen, who's violated the, her Baal, is what? He would be chayev on if he continues, right? If he should continue to live with her. We already said he has to, right? He has to separate from her. But if he does not separate from her, already at that point, they call her a Zona. Obviously, we don't call her to her face, Azona, because she is actually, that would add insult to injury. She's a victim. But halachically she is such, and therefore he can't continue with her. Mishum Zona in Mishum Tumalo. So now we say like this, is it she, is it she, is she considered a Zona because she was Nitma? That's really the answer, right? That's what the Gemara says. She was Nitma, and therefore we call her that. Or is she considered Tame because she's a Zona? Well, in this case, she was Nitma by someone else. So, same, so the Gemara answers, Ema Af Mishum Zona. Yeah, it's because she was nitma, and then she gets on also the status of a zona. So asura Yeah, but we said That's what the pasuk says, right? The case was where if she That's when she's in the sura, when she was not forced, right? That's when it was consensual. But if she was in anusa, then she should still be mutaris. That's for a regular case. However, when it meaning by Israel, she would have to have been consensual to be Asura. But for a Kohen, that's the case where even though she was actually, um, actually against her will, she's still Asura. That's the case of the Kohen. However, however, we're saying that this should not get Malchus. Why? Because Malchus is only for Lav Shiesh Bomaisa. This is not really a love. This is not a direct love. This is an inference. That's what a love from Bami Klala say, right? It means that we made an inference. That's an assay. That's not a real love. You shouldn't get Malchus for this. That in other words, that the default is a zona. And then when we said, then we said, okay, so that case it, where she's nitpasa, she's mutter, where, where, where she was violated. However, so that's true by an Israel. But the original lav is a lav of a zona, and therefore it is a lav sheyesh bomaisa, and that's the default. And then when it, des- and, and therefore that's the default. And then when it describes the exception, so that's a lav bak- uh, bakla- that 
right, Bechlala uh, say, makes it seem like an inference, but really the default is a zona, which is a love, and therefore you'll be loke on that. So we'll start tomorrow, Bezrat Hashem, with the Ika de Amri, uh, about two-thirds down the page, right before the Mishnah, on Nunvavam Abbez.